0: Hello comrades and welcome back to Marxist Voice, the podcast of The Communist. My name is Jack Ty Wilson and I'll be your host for this episode. So this week we're going to be continuing our series towards the Revolutionary Communist Party by discussing the communist press and how you can build it. As our listeners will surely know, The Communists in Britain recently launched a brand new newspaper in January of this year and we're currently on to issue three. And around the country, branches and cells have thrown themselves into the task of promoting and selling the paper, writing for the paper, and most importantly, using this paper as a tool to build the Revolutionary Communist Party. So for this episode, we're joined by Adam Booth, who is a member of the editorial board for The Communists. Uh, Hi Adam, how's it going?
1: Hey Jack, uh, thanks for having me on this morning. Um, I'm pretty good, thanks, overall. Bit tired after uh, a long night in the office yesterday trying to send off the latest paper, Issue 3 of The Communist. But I'm also buzzing with excitement and adrenaline because it's just arrived. Um, so we've actually got it right in front of us. Maybe you can rustle some noises in front of the microphone. You can yeah, hear our listeners That's the sound of Issue 3.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's a very uh, striking paper, I would say. I've said this every single time, but I think that this could possibly be the best issue of The Communist yet. <laughs>
1: I think I think it is I think uh, it's it's particularly uh, uh, powerful I think as an issue because uh, well comrades will hopefully see uh, the physical copies soon. Um, but yeah the front cover is, is particularly uh, powerful this time round. Um, we've gone with the um, the image uh, that's online of uh, Aaron Bushnell, this US Air Force uh, personnel uh, staff member who uh, set himself alight in front of the uh, Israeli embassy, I believe Mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, in Washington, Um, D.C. Yeah, in protest against uh, the the war in Gaza and and U.S. imperialism's complicity in that. Um, And uh, and it's a very powerful image that's obviously uh, shocked a lot of people, uh, but also kind of tapped into the mood of anger that exists across society and uh, acting as a bit of a catalyst, if you like, for the radicalization. So mm-hmm. that's what we've gone with on the the front cover of this issue. And I think for for that reason, uh, I think it's going to be a particularly um, a well-selling issue because mm-hmm. I think it is going to really tap into that mood of anger that exists, not just in the US, uh, but in, in Britain as well.
0: Yeah, and I think what's really striking about this uh, this whole story, this tragedy really is what it is is actually the the enormous levels of support and sympathy that uh, this act of protest has had. I just want to read out, actually, a couple of quotes from uh, social media that are featured in the paper. Uh, So someone said, I have felt how you feel. No one seems to be listening or caring enough to stop this genocide. Another said, shame on you, Joe Biden. Shame on you, Blinken, you murderers. And the last one, which I think is very good, I think it really uh, gets to the heart of things. It said, the ignition of your body will be the beginning of a volcanic revolution to stop injustice and support the oppressed. I think this really gives you a flavor of the mood in society, not just the anger, but the desperation, the uh, the need, the the feeling of the need to do something, essentially. And I think this could definitely spark, it could even reignite the Palestine movement, I think, on a, on, a, on a higher level, perhaps. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: I mean the, the article in inside the paper makes the point that it was uh it was a similar act of self immolation in twenty eleven, January twenty eleven, that really lit the fuse on the Arab Revolution. Uh and uh and today uh I think you yeah, you could see uh, like you say, there's already big protests taking place in the US, uh kind of sparked by this uh mm-hmm. this this latest uh, very defiant uh and, and kind of desperate act of protest, if you like. Um, and a lot of people feel that desperation, that frustration that, that mm. you know, there has been these huge protests in Britain, a million people out on the streets. And yet, what has actually been accomplished? Mm. You know, what have, what have the politicians done? We've seen last week in the House of Commons, mm-hmm. um, you know, a complete pantomime taking place inside Parliament when they're discussing the issue of Gaza and, and whether or not to have a ceasefire. The SNP put forward a motion trying to call for an immediate ceasefire. And then Labour and the Tories kind of fell over themselves, trying to water it down, trying to make it as, as light as possible, whilst also still trying to appear caring and concerned mm-hmm. about the tragedy that's taking place, the humanitarian the crisis, the suffering and so forth. But none of them actually doing anything to, uh, to, to try and stop the war, to try and stop the slaughter, to really oppose... Uh, Israeli imperialism and instead just trying to score you know petty political points mm-hmm. with one another and it the whole thing was just nauseating it was sickening and I think this is really something you see throughout this whole issue of this paper is yeah from front to back it's I think you can really get a feel for the mood and the anger in society I think mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to reflect in this page in the pages of, of the Communist. is is that real kind of subterranean mood that that we're seeing bursting out into the surface every so often and you're seeing it over every issue you know whether it's obviously uh, the question of Gaza or yeah these theatrics this farce that plays out in Westminster or also you're seeing it also in, in this series of by-elections as well you know the 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 complete disgust with the Tories on the one hand but the complete lack of enthusiasm for Labour on the other and I think you know what's what's taking place in Rochdale this week uh, uh tomorrow uh, uh you know on Thursday the the 29th of February it's going to be a real uh shock I think for the political establishment because yeah I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Galloway uh wins that uh on the basis of yeah partially kind of in a distorted way again in, in an opportunistic way as well in Galloway's uh sense but Actually, yeah, it will be uh, a reflection of that anger in society and and that desperate attempt to try and find a real alternative to to all the kind of cynicism and the hypocrisy and the Mm. lies that just spew out of Westminster and the traditional political parties. Mm -hmm.
0: And once again, I think there's a quote from uh, the paper from your editorial, actually, on page three which I think really gets across the complete collapse uh, in support uh, for the establishment parties and particularly the Labour Party as well. Uh, one Labour canvasser uh, in, in, in Rochdale um, said, the message on the doorstep was the same everywhere I went. Voters hate all of us. I think, yeah, that really gets to the heart of things. Um, so, yeah, is there anything else you think uh, coming up in the next week of uh, you know, politics, of class struggle that we should mention before we move on?
1: well i think just that mood of anger is just going to get worse and worse it's yeah. going to get bigger and bigger uh yeah i, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if there's if there's very big protests around palestine mm-hmm. uh in london and uh, elsewhere in britain uh this saturday uh, on the back of the aaron bushnell uh, uh you know case um but uh but i think yeah as we as we as we head towards a general election that kind of disgust with the the political establishment is just going to get uh, bigger and bigger, I think, and you'll find it bubbling up to the surface in, in a number of different ways. Next week, for example, Jeremy Hunt, uh, the, the chancellor, is going to be presenting his latest budget, and it's going to be, no doubt some uh, attempts to give tax cuts for his chums in mm. big business and, 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 and his uh, banker friends and so forth, trying to appease the kind of rabid ranks of the Tory party, trying to mm-hmm. kind of curb the, uh, the, the, the comeback of Liz Truss and all these other headbangers <laughs> who are screaming about lower, you know, lower taxes and so forth. And what do they mean? They mean, obviously, trying to also cut away at public services, trying to, you know, slash away at any welfare spending and so forth. So, you know, that's going to just really create a kind of th- more and more of a them and us feel yeah. as well, which, which again, you've already seen uh, in Britain a lot over the last uh, few months and, and years. Um, and I think there'll be a lot of other events taking place like that. Um, there's going to be more by-elections because there's yet more scandals in the Tory party, more people being suspended. I think so, I've lost count of how many
0: by-elections there's been recently. I think it does say in
1: the editorial, but I've already forgotten the number. I think the, to- <laughs> the Tories have lost something like 10 seats just in this parliament, which is the worst in the last five decades of any government. So. You can just see that every one of these is like a little mini referendum on the popularity of the Tories. But the point is, in all of them, there's no there's no real alternative, and that obviously is what we're trying to provide with uh, with as we head towards the founding congress of the RCP, the Revolutionary Communist Party.
0: Yeah, and I think that leads us then uh, quite nicely to the next thing that I'd uh, that I'd like to discuss. Uh, why is it that you know we, the, the communists in Britain, have decided to to launch the communists? Obviously, before we had the paper Socialist Appeal, we had that for, I think, over 30 years. Uh, I think we got to issue 400, actually, which is a nice round number to end on, I think. Uh, but now we have the communists. So why is it that we've decided to to, to relaunch our paper and what makes it different
1: from Socialist Appeal? Well, well I think it, it flows really from the discussion you had with Ben on, on last week's podcast. Um, obviously, that was about... Why we're launching the RCP, and there's an article in this issue of the paper uh, by Ben on, on, again on on that question on, on what is the RCP, what kind of party are we launching, um, what kind of vehicle are we uh, are we are we trying to launch with the RCP, and the communist is inherently tied to this. It's a stepping stone towards the RCP, um, and and we're launching it for the same you know reasons that we've launched the uh, the RCP in the sense of. Understanding that mood out there that we've just talked about, understanding the the, the the yearning for a real alternative, uh, understanding you know that there's a, a desire for a, a voice you know to express all of that anger, to express that mood in society mm-hmm. and um, And obviously we've tried to do that over the past thirty years with uh, socialist appeal, but the situation's moved on. you know times have changed. When socialist appeal was launched in 1992. You just had the collapse of Stalinism. You'd had the, the the kind of uh, so called end of history, according to Francis <laughs> Fukuyama, and all the all the kind of uh, neocons, neoliberals, um, and uh, and and you had the Tories. Uh, you know, similar today. Actually, been in power for a long time, I- increasingly discredited but you know at that point uh the left was kind of in retreat and uh, and the the working class had just experienced some heavy defeats like the miners strike which uh, we which we're also covering in this issue of the paper it's 40 years since the um uh, the beginning of the the great miners strike in 1984 but the situation today is is completely different now we can see that you know the collapse of of stalinism was really the prelude to the collapse of capitalism a much greater collapse actually and that started in 2008, it's continued now for, for you know, uh, 16 years since. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and now there's a, a, re- a new generation that is, is looking towards the ideas of communism. And, uh, and we want to tap into that. We want to uh, connect with that mood and say, look, there is an organization out here that reflects the anger in society that, 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 that feels the same that you do. Mm. and uh and and is a genuine communist organization that is gonna put forward the the perspectives the program Mm. that's needed to overthrow capitalism and and you can join that and you can help us build you can help us spread those ideas Mm. and this paper is the way to do that
0: Mm -hmm. but it's more than just a a rebrand isn't it we haven't just slapped a, a new logo and a nice big hammer and sickle on the front page
1: it's more than that right yeah, I think some people uh, might see things like this as a as a kind of cynical rebranding exercise. You know, you get this in the corporate world. You know, <laughs> if your sales are down and yeah. you're having tough times, and you know, you have a bit of a relaunch and so on. But this is the complete opposite. You know, we're actually our organization's growing and uh, and is 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 going from strength to strength. You know, we just passed our RevFest fest last year, the thousand membership mark. Mm. In fact, one thousand one hundred members. And, uh, and, and we're actually increasingly, yeah, we are connecting with that mood out there, that, that, that that new generation that's, that's looking towards the ideas of communism. Um, but the point is we need to do it faster. You know, Mm uh, we need to, uh, get there quicker. You know, big events are impending in Britain and internationally, and we need to build a, a much more rapid pace. And the, the whole point of the paper is, is to, yeah, be a lever towards that. Um, But it's also, you know, in order to do that, we're going to have to change uh, not just the form of the paper, but the content, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in the past up till now with a a thousand members, really, you could describe us as more of a propaganda organization, an organization that was really just looking for kind of ones and twos, small groups of people who were kind of a bit more ahead of the curve, if you like, in Mm -hmm. terms of the radicalization, the, the, the kind of conclusions they were coming to politically. But now as we get bigger, we're looking towards the 10,000, you know, in terms of our membership. And at that point, yeah. we want to just be not commenting on events, but intervening in them and actually trying to influence them, trying to lead movements, trying to, uh, you know, actually initiate struggles and campaigns. And and in other words, we've got to be more of a paper that's not just providing uh, ideas and analysis. We're still going to have that in the communists. And mm-hmm. you can still see that in the in the first few issues. The, really strong emphasis on theory, on history, on uh, really clear perspectives and, and editorials. But that's all going to be supplemented a lot more by uh, by more agitation, if you like, by, by real reports from uh, the situation on the ground, you know, letters and uh, all sorts of other content, giving a, a full picture of the life that ordinary workers and youth face. And, uh, and that's the kind of material that we're including more and more in the paper now, you know, material that we're getting sent into us organically from our readers, our sympathizers, our comrades. Um, and, the, and that's the kind of stuff we're trying to put in the pages of the communists to really bring to life uh, the events that we're talking about and that we're analyzing to really show in practice uh, what it looks like and, and to really therefore, yeah, give a full picture that you won't find, obviously, in any of the, the bourgeois mainstream media, which is, which is just full of lies.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, and I think what really strikes me there is that what we're trying to do right here, building a workers' press, it's exactly what Lenin and the Bolsheviks were doing you know, over 100 years ago. I've recently been reading about the Bolshevik press and apparently Pravda, their paper at its height... Uh, in, the, in the 1910s, half of it was, was uh, reserved basically for for letters, for for questions, for thoughts from ordinary workers, factory workers, working women, uh, you know, youth and so on. And it feels like that's exactly what we're uh, striving to do today. Just looking through the paper here, you know, we can see uh, the, this word on the street feature where comrades are, uh, you know, are, are recording uh, interviews with people on the street who they meet on recruitment stores and so on. We've got letters from trade unionists and so on. You know, all of these different things I think really get, allow us To sort of keep our finger on the pulse and really see where the mood is going, where consciousness uh, is going, I think it really adds a a life to the paper. Uh, Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, definitely. I think
1: like sometimes uh, just a a short, sharp uh, little story or or anecdote can actually say a lot more than you know a whole article. Like you pointed out earlier, just just one or two quotes, Mm -hmm. you know, that we've included in the paper. Yeah. really summarize you know the entire process that's taking place and mm-hmm. uh and and those are the kind of things that we want to include obviously uh as an auxiliary to the analysis to to draw out the processes to to draw out the fundamentals but yeah i think there's a lot of um, enthusiasm from from the feedback we're getting mm. for these these shorter articles that are being sent into us uh, quite organically, quite naturally, mm-hmm. and uh, and in fact we're being inundated with material. We want more. Actually, Lenin yeah. said, "Yeah, not only include that kind of material, but he said you should really have far too much material to include in the paper." Mm. He said, "You know, you, you, you sh- you're doing well if you can only include about ten percent of what <laughs> yeah. you get in." So, yeah, I would say please keep sending that material in to anyone listening you know mm-hmm. do get those quotes from uh, from the interventions at the demos from the uh, from the discussions you're having on the street or in your workplace and uh, and please yes yeah, send us those those stories that give an you know a real graphic vivid uh, portrayal of what life under capitalism is like for, for mm-hmm. ordinary people yeah and just to
0: let our listeners know that if you want to submit something it's very easy you can just head to our website communist.red forward slash submit and there's uh, guidance on all these different categories uh, that will help you draft and, and write uh, what you want to write um so yeah is there anything else that you'd like to say on this question of you know why you know we've launched the Communist?
1: Well, yeah, I think the other thing that comrades and, and readers will hopefully see that's that's more prominent um, now in the Communist is to emphasise that this is the paper of an organisation. Mm. This this is a, ma- a mouthpiece of uh, of well of the future RCP that, that's going to be launched in May. Um, I think that identity uh, wasn't so clear with the Socialist Appeal before. Um, you know, now it's it's very bold. It's very out there in the open. We're we're very uh, forthright about the fact that this is an organization first and foremost, not simply a newspaper. And therefore, we've got a lot of um, of reports actually coming in from uh, the branches, from the comrades, showing the initiatives they're taking to try and build, uh, showing the the successes we're having in starting up new cells. Uh, and also highlighting the work of the international because that mm. first and foremost we're not even just members of the RCP but hopefully soon to be the revolutionary communist international mm. uh that's that's a, a decision that will be made um at, at the upcoming world congress uh, conference in uh, june but all of these highlight, yeah, that, that behind the, the, these pages is not just an editorial board, but an entire organization mm-hmm. of communists uh, yeah. that is looking for other communists to get organized. And, and therefore, this is a paper as an organizer. It is going to mm. be not just um, trying to give people news and analysis and, and also the theoretical tools they need, but giving them the organizational ideas, the inspiration yeah. to go out and build, showing you know, how it can be done in practice. And uh, and what kind of uh, initiatives comrades can try uh, wherever they are
0: yeah thanks for that. I think again, to bring it back to uh to Lenin, you know what did Lenin say? He said the the workers' paper is a collective propagandist, a collective agitator, and also a collective organizer as well. He likened it to the scaffolding around the building, and obviously the building that we're trying to build is the revolutionary communist party um but some might say um uh, you know I'm going to play devil's advocate here maybe some <laughs> might say that papers are outdated.
1: What do you say to that? Well, I think the first thing we should point out is that we are more than just the paper as well. Um, we have lots of other forms of media. I mean, hopefully people are listening to this podcast that we're <laughs> recording right now. And um, I don't know the statistics, but I, I think we've built up uh, a decent following of our podcast, as well as our videos uh, on YouTube and um, and all sorts of other. Uh, more modern forms of media if you like you've you got know. a tiktok as well <laughs> we've got a tiktok I, I wouldn't know about these things i'm far too old for them but <laughs> uh the point is yeah we use social media we use uh every form of technology we can with we're, we're talking about potentially launching an app later this year as well um very for, exciting so try and bring all these things together around the education the newspaper the podcast and so forth so we're, we're always trying out um uh new technologies and and using every means available. To spread our ideas. We've obviously got a website that's updated daily as well, as well as obviously our social media showing all the activity of the branches and the comrades. So we've got the full range of media uh, at our disposal and we're utilizing it to to full effect. But I would say the paper has to be central in all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, As you said, it is is the scaffolding around the, the whole organization and that is just as true today as it was when Lenin wrote that over a hundred years ago, uh, because I think that the point that's often missed in this discussion, when this question of of you know papers and and me- modern media gets brought up, uh, kind of on the left, is, uh, is is really a misunderstanding of what we're actually trying to achieve or what should be the purpose of of our paper and and our our material that we're putting out. I think a lot of um, kind of uh, other other left-wingers uh, trying to produce kind of media in this day and age, a lot of them, I think, fall into the trap of just trying to be a slightly more left-wing version of The Guardian, say, <laughs> you know, which in this day and age isn't that difficult because The Guardian <laughs> is more and more, obviously, uh, a, a mouthpiece for the kind of liberal establishment and, and for British imperialism in turn. But... Um, I think the point is that is not our role as communists is simply to uh, just provide a kind of news service um mm. others others portray it in a kind of more postmodernist way talking about trying to you know change the narrative and the mm. discourse and this sort of thing and and seeing the role of uh, kind of influencers and yeah. so forth to be you know putting out youtube videos putting out podcasts trying to you know set the terms of the debate and this kind of thing push the overton window is yeah a phrase that they often exactly use. there's yeah. all sorts of trendy ways of trying to describe it but again i think that misses the fundamental point you know it's events that are gonna mm. shift people's consciousness what is needed is uh is is a is a paper that as i say not only puts an explanation out there for why these events are happening that yeah. gives a clear, you know, understanding grounded in, in, in theory, in Marxist theory, but also that says, look, don't just be a mouth trying to change the narrative. But here, you know, join an organization with hands that can actually intervene, that can change the world around it. Because otherwise, mm. yeah, you're just a disembodied voice, uh, you know, speaking through a microphone. You know, what we are trying to be is not just a voice uh, speaking mm. to people over the airwaves but or over the internet, but actually uh, an organization that can go back out and intervene in those struggles mm-hmm. and meet people not just uh, through a screen, uh, but actually in person and, mm-hmm. and get them organized. I think it's very telling actually that some of the most popular material that we put out on social media is, is not just the, the articles uh, the, the on, on current events, You know, mm-hmm. the, the key articles responding to, to the latest big events, but it's the activity as well. It's the comrades yeah. selling the paper, actually, that is very popular uh, in terms of, you know, views and likes from what I understand on our social media, in terms of what people are actually engaging with it, is seeing an organization out there doing something about all of this. And uh, and I think therefore, yeah, our paper as an organizer, as well as a mouthpiece is, is really essential for that. It, you can't, you can't just show people your your you know your twitter feed or or x feed <laughs> sorry when you go on a demo you need to be able to show them this uniform this this banner and that's what the paper is it's something that brings all our activity together and shows the people we're meeting out on the streets what we're really about and and, and shows them there's an organisation behind all of this uh, analysis that they can join and they can build An organization that is ultimately those ideas Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well i think that brings us very nicely on to the next
0: question that i'd like to ask uh which is yeah how can the the listeners at home the comrades that are in our branches how can they use this paper to build uh,
1: their existing branches to build new branches and cells wherever they find themselves well that's it the paper is is the key really i think to this you know it is it is our uniform as i said it's our banner It's our toolkit, you know. It's 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 our arsenal of weapons, right? It the paper gives you everything you need to go and build in reality, you know. It 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 shows you the reports of uh, other comrades, uh, you know, and their activity, and 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 how you know you can successfully uh, get out there and meet other communists and get get them organized. It gives you the ideas and the the arguments. It gives Mm. you the the full picture. It gives you the explanation uh gives you like you say the facts the figures the arguments that you're going to need to go out there and, and answer the points that are going to come up not just over what's happening now but about history about you know the 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 ideas of communism mm-hmm. and, uh, and revolution and marxism yeah and uh, and, it, and it and it can basically show you yeah how to build and and so i think the, the key thing is getting out there uh, you know, and not just as an individual, but, you know, as a collective, go out there, you know, get in touch with the other communists in your area, if you're not already, go and join one of our recruitment stalls where we use the paper to start conversations with other people who are interested in communism, who who are interested in what we have to say. And yeah, the tool that the paper is the is the tool to starting those conversations. And those conversations in turn should then be the basis for for discussing you know what we're trying to build the RCP and why people need to get organized to help mm-hmm. with that and uh, and and really you can see some great examples of this if you go on our social media there's some great examples of comrades you know using the paper on these recruitment stalls not not just selling the paper trying to flog it like you would kind of the evening standard on these <laughs> uh, you know these people who hand out these free papers outside tube stations in London and elsewhere that's not what we're trying to do we're not just trying to get the paper circulated as much as we can we want a bigger circulation we want more people to read it but mostly we want to actually start more conversations mm-hmm. with it we want to use it to engage workers and young people in a dialogue and and say look here you know here's what we have to say what do you think you know use it to listen to what people have to say and then and get those uh those um voices then reflected in the paper itself and and you can see comrades doing that really well you know on the records there's great videos of comrades in west london for example getting up on a megaphone on a street sale and just giving these impassioned speeches Mm -hmm. that put forward our ideas that put forward the ideas in the paper and, and yeah. using that then to, to draw people towards us, to show yeah. what the communists have to say. I and think we can uh, actually play a
0: clip of that on the podcast right now so our listeners can hear an example of you know, the boldness, the audacity that comrades are, 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 are adopting to go out and just yeah, stand on a, on, a, on a street bench and, and give an agitational speech. Uh, so yeah, we'll play that right now.
2: Are you a communist? Then join your party today. We're in the middle of founding the Revolutionary Communist Party and we're doing this because the world is on fire. Literally and metaphorically. The bankers, bosses and politicians are willing to sacrifice our health, housing, happiness, jobs and the planet for their profits. We're angry at the capitalist system. It can't be fixed. We're going to overthrow it and we want Revolution. Most of the left in Britain today isn't interested in a revolution. They aren't going to do it. Look at Sir Kid Starver, leader of the Labour Party. He is nothing but a representative for the ruling classes. He will most probably win the next general election, but will he change anything? No. He has backed down on almost every single promise he has made. So if you are communists, communist, this is your party. If you shake with anger at every injustice around the world, this is your party. Complaining isn't enough. It's time to do something. It is time to take action. So join the Revolutionary State Communist Party today and come speak to our comrades and buy our paper.
0: But yeah, and as well as that, just a reminder that you know these recruitment stalls they don't need to be these big uh, flashy events with uh, you know 10 12 comrades out at the same time you know, we can use the paper flexibly as well. All you need is, is you know, two comrades, even just one, one individual uh, communist as well can stand outside of a tube station or a train station for, for half an hour during rush hour. In fact, many of the best uh, the best sales and the best recruitment stalls that I've had have been the ones that take place at rush hour for 30 or 40 minutes. You can easily speak to one, two, three, even, you know, get five contact deals of people who want to join a, you know, a branch near them, essentially. So yeah, we can definitely um, be, be flexible about this.
1: And also, as I said earlier, yeah, ideally comrades should be getting out there and selling it collectively at these recruitment stalls, should be using it to engage with people on protests, on picket lines, on the streets and so forth. But there is, as you say, nothing stopping uh, comrades. And in fact, we actively encourage comrades to get out there and sell it individually, not only in these kind of flash sales that you talked about just there, but also in their workplaces, you know, in their schools, in their colleges, in the universities, you know, in their communities. We've got lots of examples coming in of comrades going door to door, knocking on, Mm -hmm. on student halls of accommodation, going along the street in their neighborhoods and just, you know talking to people uh you know in their block of flats or whatever um and uh, and also in their workplace just going around talking to colleagues and it's a great way of starting conversations about politics or or vice versa if you get into conversations with politics with your friends with your family with your neighbors it's a good way of tying it into something concrete to say like Hey, let's not just be angry about the events that are taking place. Let's get organised and um, and using it as the basis yet yeah, to encourage people to join to to say look you can join you should you should join this organisation the RCP that this paper is the uh, is is the paper of and uh, and and then encourage those people as well to send in material you mm-hmm. know send in their the, their stories send in their reports send in their anecdotes and and uh and and letters and so forth you know that's that's really a, a good way to to develop the conversation further um so yeah i really encourage comrades get out there be really creative with how you're selling it but also creative yeah with the the way in which you get the material uh, for the paper into to 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 the editorial board so that we can try and have it in the paper uh, in future issues. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and every every week, I think uh, branches and then cells should yeah discuss what's going on around them. Any sort of local uh, local stories, strikes that are taking place, demonstrations, and they should plan to send you know communist uh, uh, reporters correspondents to go there, interview people, get quotes, and through through you know breaking the ice in, in that fashion, you can then of course uh, yeah. Have a more broader conversation about perspectives about politics you can sell them the paper invite them along to a, a meeting or, or another activity and so on i think it's the perfect tool to to establish that dialogue uh, with a with a wider uh, periphery uh, of people and yeah you can encourage your colleagues your your friends and family any anyone who's sympathetic to the ideas essentially uh, to yes yeah, submit a letter to submit their thoughts uh, and you could even as well write for one of the uh, regular columns in our paper. We've you know, got many new features now, uh, things like Broken Britain, where you can complain about how everything feels like it's falling apart, hospitals and schools and so on, uh, transport, things like this. Uh, we've got Reader's Recommends, which is also you know, a feature where people can give their thoughts on the latest TV show, a film, a book that they've read, uh, any sort of piece of culture, the theater uh, and so on. I think that's been a very popular feature uh, so far. And yeah, there are other popular ones as well like uh, Bastard Boss of the Week. You know, if you've got a a boss who's been pushing you around, uh, you know, hours have been cut, conditions are getting worse, your co-workers are getting pissed off, you know, you should write about that and let us know about it
1: and we will, uh, yeah, feature it uh, in the paper. And I think think the important thing with all those columns that you just described is, you know, they're not just an opportunity to complain, you know, the paper isn't here to just vent, uh, you know, our anger. But as I say, it's there to show uh to others you know that there are people out there feeling the same way as them showing the injustices uh of of daily life under capitalism and and yeah the the bankruptcy of british capitalism in particular so it's 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 a way of actually drawing out the the, the political points the political lessons um and and as i said it should also be uh submissions shouldn't just be individual uh you know anecdotes and uh, or anything like that but they should also be, as you say, the comrades coming together to think about the activity they've done, mm. the uh, the lessons they've learned from uh, from discussing with others, from intervening in certain struggles, from uh, participating in certain campaigns. Yeah, it should try and generalize the lessons of that yeah. so that it can help other comrades, other branches uh, to actually think about the work they're doing and, and how to build more successfully uh, in all parts of the country. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So before we move on, is there anything else that uh, members and supporters can do to help
1: build the communist press? Well, definitely. I think we need a solid foundation, really, to keep uh, keep afloat. Um, we want uh, obviously to to increase the circulation of the paper as much as possible, as I said, and uh, and to have, a, in particular, a regular source of, uh, of 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 circulation income coming in. And, and what we mean by that is subscriptions. You know, having uh, our regular readers subscribe is is very useful because obviously it gives us uh, that steady uh, income that we can use to to, to expand upon for the paper. Um, so yeah, really encourage uh, all comrades, all uh, readers to to take out a subscription. Try and encourage those around you to take out a subscription. And better yet, take out a bulk subscription, you know. Don't just uh, get a paper for yourself. Get a bundle uh, or order five or 10 We've got these uh, communist cell starter packs as well that we're advertising mm-hmm. in the paper where comrades not only get a bundle of papers, but some uh, posters, some stickers, our new Leninist handbook explaining, you know, how to be a communist. Um, and I think all of that together, yeah, it really gives you all the tools you need to go out and build. Um, build a, a communist uh, group wherever you are and uh, a communist uh, cell of the RCP. So, yeah, subscriptions are really essential. Uh, bulk subscriptions, even better. Um, and donations, obviously, are, are always welcome. And, and we're having a, a push as we approach the RCP, a £20,000 target for a, a, an RCP founding Congress campaign fund that's going to help us uh, kind of launch uh, the, the RCP and, and bring out all the banners and the, and the material that we need to, to launch ourselves as this new party. So, uh, yeah, donations are, are very essential and all of that's necessary because at the end of the day, you know, we don't have any other real source of uh, income to be, you know, producing uh, the paper we're producing. We don't have any big corporate sponsors. We don't have any big business backers. Uh, we're not a billion own, uh, a billionaire owned press uh, like the mainstream media is. We we're completely reliant on our our, our readers, our supporters, mm-hmm. our sympathisers, our comrades, um, and uh, yeah. So in really encourage uh, you know as much support as we can from from anyone listening in terms of subscriptions and donations. Give us that, those solid foundations that we can build upon mm-hmm. um, as we go forward uh, with the RCP and the the, the communists um, down the rest of the you know uh, the issues to come.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, some uh, reactionaries and liberals online have accused us of being funded by the Russian state, but we can assure our listeners that that is not true. We are funded entirely by the sacrifice and the determination of our own uh, members and, and supporters, and you can help uh, help support us as well. If you go to uh, communist.red forward slash subscribe or forward slash donate, you can find the links yeah, to set up a donation and also to take out a subscription, as uh, Adam mentioned and yeah, our comrades have uh, already been uh, doing some excellent work, you know, building the the communist press, uh, you know, establishing that strong foundation that Adam uh, mentioned. I just want to give a, a shout out uh, to some of the regions and branches that have been, uh, you know, selling uh, an, an excellent number of copies of issue one. I mean, so first of all, we've sold uh, over 5,000 copies of issue one, which is a record breaking uh, number. Uh, London West, the London West region has sold 333 copies The Northwest region, so branches like, uh, you know, Manchester, Salford and Lancaster and so on, have sold 327. And the top branch in the country is uh, London Stratford branch, who managed to sell a whopping 162 papers uh, of of issue one. In fact, one comrade uh, managed to sell 105 papers all on their own, which is, yeah, which is incredible. So the next and last question that I want to ask you, Adam, is,
1: uh, yeah, where next for the communist? Well, as I said, yeah, we, we've got big plans, you know. We we are launching the RCP uh, this May, and uh, anyone listening to this should obviously uh, try and join uh, the organization uh, and join and come along to that Congress. But really, that is just the launch pad uh, for, you know, much bigger targets. Uh, we want to be an organization of 10,000, mm-hmm. really, is the the, tar- the next... Uh, aim for us you know uh, one thousand uh, comrades is a great start, but it's nowhere near enough to in order to really intervene and, and have an impact on the the kind of titanic events that we we're seeing right now and that we can expect uh, in Britain and internationally in the years to come um so yeah this uh this 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 founding congress of the rCP the launch of the communist it's really uh, a stepping stone. Towards that that ten thousand and um, and and the the paper we've got at the moment, you know, I think uh, really is not sufficient. Actually, uh, the communist is is a great improvement on uh, on on the socialist. But I think there's extreme, uh, extremely uh, you know enthusiastic response to it that we're seeing, as as reflected in the sales figures you just gave there. Uh, But we need more. We need a weekly paper, actually. Mm -hmm. And so I'd say the target in the not-too-distant future is for the communists to go weekly. But that obviously requires uh, more of an apparatus uh, here at the the office that we're recording in. We need uh, more comrades who can edit the articles, who can commission pieces, who can lay out the paper uh, and keep that excellent design uh, quality uh, high. Uh, we need uh, more comrades helping uh, at the center in terms of the distribution of the paper, uh, collecting in the, the the reports and the money. Um, and, uh, and all of that means, yeah, getting the, the finances to be able to fund more full-time staff uh, here mm-hmm. at the office. And that in turn will require, yeah, getting the sales up of the paper, having a, a greater circulation. That's where the subscriptions come in. That's where the, 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 the sales... Uh, you know, and and the, the initiatives we can take to sell the paper come in, and that's where also the donations will help uh, getting the finances to be able to pay for all of this. So, yeah, a weekly paper. I think it's not too far down the line. To mm-hmm. be honest, I think we could be uh, seeing that potentially even by the end of the year. Hopefully, by the time uh, that the uh, the general election is called, potentially in in October or or whenever that will be. But even that is really just a stepping stone. You know, we want a daily paper. We mm-hmm. want to be with with ten thousand members. Yeah, that's the kind of uh, target we should set ourselves to be a daily paper, uh, which we, as I say, we kind of already have online, uh, and we'll we'll supplement more and more uh, the the paper and the website with all the other material: more podcasts, more videos, more educational material, the app that I talked about earlier. <laughs> all of that is, uh, I think, in the pipeline. But, yeah, as I say, that really requires, first and foremost, build up the membership, build up our forces, build up our circulation, build up our apparatus. Um, and uh, and if, if we do that, then, yeah, we can reach a daily paper in print and through that reach every corner of society with communist ideas. Mm-hmm. Become a household name before long, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. I think if we carry on at this rate, we've already got some of our videos going viral. Uh, we've already uh, attracted attention uh, as you say online and from uh, and in our other sections in other parts of uh, the international have come under attack from the bourgeois press for for their launches for their initiatives and uh, I think yeah we we would welcome all publicity in that respect
0: <laughs> yeah well on that note if uh, yeah, our listeners want to share this podcast on social media please feel free to do so Um, So, yeah, I think that really brings us to the end of this uh, discussion. So thanks very much for joining us on the podcast, Adam. Thanks very much for having me here, Jack. Yeah. And uh, next week, we're going to be covering the events in Port Talbot and the the campaign that our comrades in South Wales have been doing, uh, calling for an occupation of the steelworks and for the nationalization of Tatar. Um, So yeah, make sure you stay tuned to the Marxist Voice podcast to hear weekly episodes from now on covering many different aspects of party building. Past that, we're going to be discussing Marxist education, revolutionary finance, all of these different aspects. And, yeah, just once more, a reminder to our listeners that if you want to submit a report or a question to the Towards the RCP series, then please feel free to do so. Go to communist.red forward slash submit, and there's an option to submit to the podcast. If you want to record your question or record your report in the form of a voice recording, then, yeah, please, please do so. We want to make this, uh, yeah, a lively and uh, interactive podcast series, if you will. Um, So, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks very much to our listeners once again for tuning in and make sure you stay tuned to Marxist Voice for regular episodes covering Marxist theory, revolutionary history, current events and party building brought to you by The Communists.